Abayim to the third and continuing series of Shi'urim on the Hakdama of the Ramban to Bereshis and to the entire Chumash. Um, last week, last time, we, um, we discussed the Ramban's understanding of the Chumash in terms of what I called um, textual imminence. And the notion of textual imminence, actually, even though it's related to many things that Ramban says, but in particular, I was um, referring to what the Ramban says along in the Zagdama, towards the end of the Zagdama, which appears in the Chevelle edition on Davavamud Beis. And there the Ramban says, O Jesh Biadino Kabbalah Shal Emes. We have a tradition of Emes, Kikola Tera Kula Shalaysav Shalakarish Baruchu. Because the entire Tera is really names of a Kadish Baruchu. Shatevois, Mishalkois, Lishemois, Binyanachter. Because actually, we take the words of the Chumash and we understand it in terms of letters, then in fact the letters form different combinations than the ostensible combination of we, combinations of what we see as words and sentences. Kilo Tachshel Adech Marshal, and I'll give an example. For example, we can take the letters of Bereshis and divide them differently. For example, being And the example is that mainly that the, we divide it up into three words. The first word being spelled Bezresh Aleph Shin, and the second word being spelled Yutov Bezresh Aleph. In any case, the Rabban wants to say that the, um, the Torah in addition to being um, a text of words and sentences, etc., is also a text of letters, and the breakup, the logical sequence of the letters, does not necessarily correspond to the words which we use to read the text. Now, what I wanted, I, I, I mentioned that this is sort of a concept of a, what I called um, textual imminence, I use the term textual imminence because when we spoke about um, the implications of the Ramban, we spoke about the fact that the textual concept of the Chumash being combinations of names, of work, combinations of, of letters, which constitute names of Kodesh Baruch Hu, this in fact actually expresses itself in other parts of the Ramban's commentary, where he speaks about um, the Chumash um, the different types of the vuas, different type of prophecies, is actually being related to different names of a kind of different names of God, or even he speaks about um, nisim miracles, which we see with Moshe Rabbeinu, as opposed to the what we see, which is more of a del hateva types of nisim, which are more the del hateva, which you see in the case of the Ovis Hakadoshim, and there too the Ramban associates these things with names of Hashem. In other words, Kalshakai in terms of the Ovis and Yudke Vavke for Moshe Rabbeinu. So in other words, we see that the implications of one statement um, ex- extend to an understanding of both prophecy and ontology as, in fact, being constituted or being defined by different names of God. So, certainly, if a person would describe the world in terms of names of God, you have a type of a, what you would call a, name of God imminence in the world, namely that behind the world, what constitutes the basic fundamental particles 
ontological particles in the world are in fact names of Kodesh Baruch. This is sort of sense akin to what the Balatanya brings in, this, in the Shah Yichud, in the name of the Besht, that in fact all of reality is none other than permutations of letters, of Maiseberatius, because everything in the world has a name, can be denoted by a name in Lashon HaKoyach. But in any case, the question is, what does the Ramban really, I, the, the, the phrase I coined, um, which I called textual image, uh, te- textual imminence, seems to imply, seems to imply, it does, I, 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 I wanted to imply, that the notion of imminence actually applies to the language of the Chomets yourself. And this is what I'd like to discuss today. What is this textual image of the Ramban? Or what is the Ramban referring to? Um, like any, like any Mechabel, um, the best thing to see what he's referring to is actually to show a way in which actually um, he uses this as a, um, as, a, as a methodology in his commentary in the Chomesh. So I'm going to give an example of what I feel that Ramban would probably point to as being a, um, a phenomenon which is um, related to the notion of what we will call, and we will see more clearly here, the notion of textu- textual imminence. Now, in Bereshis, in Parent Basin Bereshis, we have the, the Chumash tells us about the creation of Chava. And this begins in Parent Bays and also Chava. There, the Torah says, I'm reading from the Chumash, so, Kodesh Baruch puts Adam Avishim to sleep. I'm, I'm not looking to, for a precise translation. I'm just sort of like summarizing it. A precise translation, you can look for art scroll. So he took one of the Adam Avishim's ribs while he was sleeping. And he closes up the place of the rib with flesh. And then Pasuk HaBez, it says, So Kodesh Baruch takes the Tzela, which is the rib, which he took from Adam Arisha, and he forms from it into an Isha, and he brings it to Adam Arisha. That's Pasuk HaBez. And then Pasuk HaBez, So Adam Arisha says, um, I don't even want to go into what this means in terms of a translation. Mother Marishan exclaims, or he sings, that he identifies the um, the woman now as coming from his bones and from his flesh. To this, I'm going to call Isha. Because she was taken from Ish. Now, the Ramban al um has a interesting um, understanding of the of the, the word zeis. What is zeis referring to? What is this? The other nation is referring to this. Um, in a text, we usually don't refer to this unless the text itself tells us what the, this is. So we see that the other nation is referring to something which is at least not ostensibly present in the text. So what is this zeis the other nation is referring to? So the Ramban. Um, um, actually associates, and this is about in several places, we'll see in a little while, associates the word zois with what he calls a site. Um, in Pasuk Chaf um, here, um, as you would say in Yiddish, right on the, on the spot, the Ramban says, 
of a mila zois soid. There's a soid in the word zois. You damn it, the vreda of parshas was at habacha. And or yivada, we will, you know, this will be made known what we say in parshas zois habacha. Um, we see at least in certain sense the Ramban wrote the Chumash at least partly in order, but um, the Ramban refers to and um, therefore um, there's a rejoinder Now of course the Ramban is being very cryptic as we all know with the Ramban made sorry. Um, we know that because we look in the Ramban art scroll. Art scroll Ramban, we see he left that bit out. He left it out. Okay, that'd be good. That's supposed to be sorry. Right. We can sell us a supplementary compendium to the art scroll and bar. In any case, no, but I did not have to do that. Too. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> brother um, anyway, um, in Zeis HaBlacha, in Erech Lamegim of Pasuk so in the Pasuk Yishadokim, so once again, there the Ramban says, so it says, Zeis HaBlacha, what Zeis HaBlacha? So the Ramban speaks about the HaEmes, and he mentions um, a few psukim, Meis Hashem Hoysa Zois, Yankim that says, Vazos Hashem Dibala Hamaviyem. And then the Ramban says, Vamasko Yovim, Vazah Hasoy, Miskabna Rabbi Selim, Midrosham, Shaobok Gracious Rabba, Vazos Hashem Dibala Hamaviyem, Osid, Odom, Kayetibala Vach Eschem, Vimokim Shpasak, and Nimisham Umaskir. In other words, somehow Zois has to do with the fact that the Zois has to somehow do. Well, the Rabbana stands to be the side of the interface between man and God. Namely, where Kodesh Baruch Hu Pasak Aviyam, as he speaks about Yaakov Avinu, but Kiviyachal is a Kodesh Baruch Hu too, that place where the Father ends and the Moshe Rabbeinu begins. There's a certain interface which up to be the side seems to relate to a Kabbalistic concept of the interface, and some type of interface between um, the um, divine um, Declension of worlds which emanate from Hakadosh Baruch Hu to man's um, man's apprehension of them. Okay, now to go to move a little bit further, the um, and more specifically about this pasuk, what I said, you know, belief of the art scroll, but um, the the um, the, the appears in several places in the Ramban, and one of the places it appears and actually is in the Shemois. In Shemais, in Parachafei Pasa Gimel, in Vuzay Satoma, so the Ramban there speaks about Truma too. Vuzay Satoma says Ramban Adar Ha'Emes who came up by Shemras and Chachman and Shloimoi, and he speaks about Truma, and then the Ramban says, right, over Eilish Shemais Rabba Vuzay Satoma Shetichu Meit Tam Knesi Yisrael Shi Truma Shenema Kodesh Hashem LaHashem Reishes Tuvuasa. So he connects Truma and of course Reishis, which actually goes back to the Midrashim, um, which goes back to actually to Midrashim, which actually speak about Reishis and Truma, because we'll, we, as, the, um, as we all know, we know from the, we know from the Rabban Al-Chumash, but in the core of the Midrashim, in Reishis itself, one of, the, um, one of the things Chazal say about Reishis, is the link um, Bereshis with um, with actually with with, with Tuma? Bereshis is actually with Tuma, and and the Ramban um, speaks about this um, in detail in Pasuk Aleph of Bereshis, the famous Ramban, right? What about Bereshis? 
So, and he brings, um, the Rabban brings a, a medrash, right? 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 For example, um, this is Dafyud Aleph in the Shavuot's um, edition, it's Perak Aleph, Pazak Aleph. Beschus Chala, Beschus Maisa, Beschus Bikurim, Bereshus is Chala, Bikurim, Bikurim, and the Kavanasim, Zushimina's Bereshus to Mois, Kibes, Fist of Oilabal, okay, that's all Shrani, we won't speak about that. And says, Verem is the Svira Nikos Chachma, Shibai Yisoy Rakal, Kinin Shinema, Rashem Chach, Yisoy Oret, he had Tuma. He sees about Tuma, Vi Kadosh, and it's holy. Ain't Lashia, but there's no it doesn't have a, um, a measurement. Lemiot is bindingness, a bevoimbo. Therefore, a person cannot really, in other words, a person can be aware of it, but he can't really measure it, he can't understand it. There's no, no clarity. It's not coherent. Okay? And I guess the Ramban is speaking about probably the Tumadir Isa, which Chazal say, Amchita Achas Poteras is Kolakri. Because she yimna odem esa midus, viyafish achas me esa remis le esa sviras. But then, of course, when you you know, when we speak about Tumas as having a certain Shia, let's say, example, uh, Meisr is 1 out of 10, Tumas, let's say, 1 out of 50, 4 out of 51, depending on what you're in them, right, etc. So then, the Ramban says, then a person can actually count 10 and take out 1 tenth. Then people can speak about it, reflect upon it, contemplate it, right, and actually speak about it. So, what's interesting is, is that this concept of Tuma, right, which Ramban speaks about going from a a, I guess we call it a point, if we give geometrical analogies from a point that it doesn't have a shear, there's no his minus, to the point where actually there's a shear of 1 out of 10. So we see that there's two points in, in the process of creation and, we, and ending of, of, of divine creation and human apprehension. We have what's called the first process of emergence, something emerges, and that's the point where the tumor is, doesn't have a shear. The mute is bindings and the void bar. Things emerge, but people cannot make out, right? Um, the no structure and form of the tool because it doesn't have a shield. It's one point, and then finally, at the very right, when it becomes what I call humanly coherent, human coherence. At that point, we say there can be misbinding the tumor. Now, what I want to I want to put the two rambans together: raban here and raban in tumor. That's the concept of zois. Zois means. That when something, so it means that when something initially emerges, it's one point, and a person cannot. It's not coherent. It's not coherent. It can't be analyzed. We can't reflect upon it. We can't measure it and understand it. There's no form. There's no shape. However, there's a certain point that this thing becomes humanly coherent. And when it comes humanly coherent, then we can point to it and say zois. So, the analogy, of course, that's, that the Ramban is making. Right, is over here to the creation of Chava. Chava begins as a tzela. It's one rib. It's like a, a, a point, like the Tumah. It has no shear. It, has, it, it itself is like a point. It's a, it's, a, it, it's, a, it's a fundamental element without any structure, without any form. But then after that, it says that Kodesh Baruch Hu, Vayivir Hashem Elokim as a tzela, Kodesh Baruch Hu forms it, gives it shape, and then, what is, and then what is it brought to Adam? It's brought to Adam finally at the first point when we can identify what's called a, it's human, it's when it's humanly coherent. At the point, when, at the first point that becomes humanly coherent after the stages of emergence, then Adam Arishan says 
Lazoish yikala isha kim ish bukoch hazoris. Now, of course, I'm not going to go into the side. I don't know the side. Perhaps what one must think, I mean, I've heard that maybe one can speak about this as a passage from Chachmat Tabina or Chachmat Shrina, but that's not actually what I want to speak about today. But what I want to say is a very interesting thing is that according to the Ramban, the Ramban the Psukim, is that the formation of Chava from the Tzela, which begins with the formation from her from a Tzela, which is the one point, which is the unit element, which has no structure and form. We can't be misbeited on it. We just make conscious of its existence. To the point where it becomes really coherent. That's by Viela Adam. So this process of divine emanation originating, originating in its emergence in divine creation and culminating in what becomes humanly coherent. So the Ramban understands that this is really what the Pesukim is speaking about, Al Pisoit. And Adam Arisha, when he declares the point of human coherence, right? He says, Lazoisi Kalaisha. Right now we can call it a name. Kimi'ish to Kachazais. Now, of course, the Rabban is a mistake of Pisoit too, but Ish Kachazais means that Isha comes from Ish. Which the is going to identify, I mean, once again, I don't know Kabbalah, the Rabban is going to identify as a passage from, let's say, Chachma to Shechina or Chachma to Bina. In other words, it's a Kabbalistic, um, um, a Kabbalistic um, process which the Psukim are describing. Now, what do I want to say over here? What's very, very interesting is. Zot is the point in the process where the emergent becomes. Coherent, humanly coherent, right. And that's what we'll identify with Bina, or perhaps Shechina. I'm not going to leave the terms from the Kubala, those Yehde Chayim. But, in other words, the Psukim, what happens is, how the Bible is the Isha? So, all that Misha is saying is, Zeus, this, Apisoy, the Bible says, this, this thing which emerged now becomes humanly coherent. And he says, I'm going to call it Isha. Now, why do I call it Isha? Because Isha comes from Ish, with a Rabban associating Ish with a spiritual world, a sphere, probably Chachma. That's Gereshis Babukim, Gereshis Chachma, that you say that called. And then, so Isha, which is Bina, comes from Ish. In other words, and once other Marishan, right, recognizes the sphere of Bina, or sphere of what's called Shechina, but not being precise as being humanly coherent and calls it Zeus, he recognizes too that this sphere of Bina, of Shechina, not the same thing by the way, right, um, comes from Chachma. And that's why Kimi Ish Lukacha Zeus. It was Zeus comes from Ish. It was Ramban's learning, the Potsuk is that Isha is Zeus because this Zeus was taken from Ish. That's what Ramban is learning. In other words, Ramban is learning the Psukim, basically the Psukim, um, you know, there's the, the pshat that other Belishan, you know, declares that this is, you know, this is my wife, this is my zivu. But Apisoi, other Belishan is remarking that at the point of coherence, we can, we understand clearly that the, the spiritual world and the spiritual metaphysical vision which we have at the point of being, at the point of human coherence is actually something which was that which initially emerged which we refer to as each, which is Chachma. Okay. Does that mean that Adam himself then becomes coherent with the creation of No, I don't want to go into derivatism, but in any case, like this. Now, what's interesting is, 
is that we have two things which are actually working handed in this Ramban. First of all, the Ramban is learning the Pesach of which means that the Belisha is not only making a statement about his wife, but he's also making a statement about the declension of spiritual worlds. That's one point. Another point is, is that really, what is this process? I mean, other Rishon says Zeus. What is Zeus? What is this thing? So Zeus is referring to, you know, other Rishon's spiritual, metaphysical vision, right? Of the Elam HaKadosh, of the spiritual worlds. But in a certain sense, at the very, very heart, the most fundamental level, why are we saying that Isha, Shechina, Bina, comes from Ish, which is Chachma, because it's an extra hay. It's an extra hay. In other words, the extra hay is real. In other words, at the fundamental level, the, the whole idea, the meaning of the Pasa, comes from the fact that the each we've added to each an extra hay. And of course, hay is the last letter in the Yudke Vavke, the name of the Kodesh So remove the Yudte from Ish. But in other words, I, but I want to say over here, I don't know that could, might be just because it goes to Ish. I mean, the the, the thing is, right, that's the way the Rosh is. But I'm saying is that the main thing is that we call Isha comes from Ish because the hay, the hay has been added to the Ish. Now, of course, actually, I mean, if you want to go into this, the Yod, the Yod actually is actually in the hay because the hay is actually a dollar in the Yod. So in other words, but in any case, I don't want to go into the understanding of what the hay is from the Yod. But in other words, so what are the Rosh really saying? Our Rishon is really not as other Marishan, not as other Marishan, making a a statement with metaphysical implications. He's identifying this metaphysical transition, right? Which, in fact, is referring to the. The psukim, the chumash, the psukim, the chumash, which speak about the creation of woman. That's vayapel shema adam yikatzpotzalosov. But he's saying that at the bottom, at the very fundamental level of this, this is the fact that we have a hay that's added to each. Which means, what is? In other words, what's going on here is is that the chumash itself is actually referring to itself at the most fundamental level of the text as being that which is composed of letters because a hay is a letter that's what it is so we see here a direct limit, a direct allusion explicit allusion I would say to the Torah of which we have a cabal of emes as really constituting a text upon a text and the most fundamental text the most Fundamental text of the Torah are letters of a Kodesh, of, of letters of the names of Kodesh Baruch because hey is the Spitz, one of the Spitz letters, which denotes a sphere which is also a name of a Kodesh Baruch namely the sphere of Malchus, whatever we want to call it. Or, so in other words, so we have over here. Well, either way, hey, Bina, I, so I've been saying Bina and Shechina, I've been putting, I've been interchanging them. Right, I don't want to, yeah, I'm not, I don't want to go into, that, that's already beyond the Meshkavashakot.com. It's probably beyond me too, but I'm saying it. Right, 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 okay, fine. We'll end up with the Kabbalah. Yeah. Okay, now, so, uh, uh, so in other words, so in other words, what we have, in other words, 
So, in other words, what do we have here? We have the, the, the side of the Ramban is elucidating to us that, in fact, the Torah sometimes somehow reveals itself and refers directly to the text, it's the text itself as really constituting on a fundamental level the letters of the names of the Kaddish Baruch And I think this is what we call textual imminence. Textual imminence means that there are different dimensions. We call them garments, the bushim of the Torah. And the very, very fundamental level which is contained within the Torah are letters of the names of and I, in my opinion, is that would be what's called the notion of imminence, right? The, the, the imminence is usually understood to be, right, is a divine element contained, which is, you know, which is contained within the physical world. The physical world constitutes a type of a garment, a type of a dimension, right, that surrounds it, or that, you know, that, um, that hides it. But this is done by the same, the same concept of imminence, and we think that the Meshavim of the, the Kubalim is the infinite light of the Kodesh Baruch which is spiritual, is contained within a physical cleaver or a physical garment. So here too we have the Pshat of the Chumash, which is the outer garment, which, you know, which serves as a garment for the, what we call the side of the Chumash, which is the Quentin the, you know, the, the Sif, the, the Sphiras, the different spiritual worlds. But in fact, actually, the fundamental inner garment or the thing itself is actually names of the Kodesh Baruch We see the term exact phrase. Now, it's very interesting, the Rashi on this Pasuk. All of you know the Rashi on this Pasuk. I don't teach you Rashi in Chomesh. But Rashi says, on Zoy Sapan, on Zoy Sikoi, Ishet Bekimi Ish, says Rashi, Loshen, Loshen, Loifel Aloshen. Says Rashi, Loshen, Loifel Aloshen, which means, according to Rashi, we have different layers of text, of language. Mikan, from Rashi, says from here, I mean, actually quotes a, a, a medrash in Beishas Rabbah, Shinifra Oilam Boloshana Kodesh. For here the world was created with Lashana Kodesh. So once again, Rashi is making this connection in this passage. Rashi is saying, it's just, just like, the, in other words, just like you have a concept of textual eminence, Lashan Loifala Lashan, so too we have a concept of ontological eminence with, it, with the with the with the with the, the world, the talent of the world is really in fact from Lashon Hakodesh. The world was created from Lashon Hakodesh. In other words, the ontological the world is ontologically imminent. No, there's a an imminence of the holy tongue of Lashon Hakodesh, which constitutes the fundamental the fundamental um, um, particles of the world. There was the world objects of the world. They're fundamental. Ontological essence is nothing but is nothing but you know lashon hakodesh. That's what Rashi is saying. The world was the world was created with lashon hakodesh. That was Rashi is relating lashon hakodesh, which is the Hebrew language, with with, with, with creation of the physical world. Yeah, that's imminence. That's imminence. What's imminence? Imminence means that in other words, if I ask you, what is the reality of the world? What's the intelligence of the world? What's the truth of the world? Truth of, of the world is lashon hakodesh. That's how I understand it. But in any case, whether Rashi says to be imminent or not, what I want to say is, is that this, in fact, is related to what we're speaking about, the Ramban. Right. In other words, the, what the Ramban is saying is, we see clearly over here, actually, this, um, this message also appears in, in Bamidbar. I think in Bamidbar Rabbah, I think in Laman Al-Ches. And there, the Bamidbar is actually a message which speaks about the Torah was really written in Lashon HaKadosh. 
It was here's one of the proofs that the Torah says written in Kodesh. I guess there must have been opinions at that time, as it is in the Gemara. Exactly. It was written first, that it was written actually in I mean in other languages. But we see well, what do we see over here? When we say when, when, when Chazal say it was written in Lashon Kodesh, it means more than Lashon Kodesh. It's written with the letters. In other words, the the the, the, the fundamental ontological um, um, grounding of Lashon Kodesh is letters of the Hebrew alphabet. And of course, if we relate it to the Bresa Eidah. It turns out these are names of a Kodesh Baruch. That's, that's, I think, you know, those, all these midrashim seem to be pointing to this theme in general. This theme of the Ramban understands over here to be the textual imminence, which means that there's a, an immanental, a divine imminent, imminence in the text, which is expressed through letters of the names of God. And this is related to the Divine ontology of the world, which constitutes the letters of the, which constitutes lashon hakodesh. If I say things are created from lashon hakodesh, it means that in fact, actually, the the the, the ground level ontology of the world is lashon hakodesh. The world. If I ask, what is the truth of the world? Truth of the world are the letters in the holy top. That's I think what's being said over here. So ah, uh, so now we have over here. What the Ramban is saying is that what the Chumash really is, is layers of text. And the fundamental layer... Of the universe is. Of the universe too. But the universe too. In other words, the universe and the Chumash. But the Chumash is layers of text. And in fact, layers of the alphabet, but they're independent texts. In other words, in other words, everything that I describe in the Psukim, and which I could use to describe the um, the um, the process of spiritual emanation, ultimately can be described in changes in letters of the Hebrew alphabet. In this case, adding a hey to Aleph Yudchin to Aleph Shin. Now, which gets us to a very, very interesting is that if the Chumash is multi-layered. And I have the letters of names of a Kalish And I guess above that layer is the spiritual worlds, the spiritual processes, spiritual emanation. And above that is the, the Chumash, as we understand it in terms of words, sentences, what we call the Pshat of the Chumash. Then, what is the passage? What is the nature of the passage? From letters to Sphiras to Pshat and the Chomish. This is what the Ramban calls Messiah tradition. And this Ramban speaks about, right after he speaks about Yesh Piyadin and Kabbalah Shalemans, goes on the Ramban and he brings, um, he brings also to Ezra. But you come a safer taste of a game of foolish for some cycle, the Vilma Mikra. The man speaks about the Torah, Aksuva, the Eshkhel, Gabesh Lavana. We have say Tevois, and it can be read of their Hashemis. And says the Ramban, Venitna Lamashe Rabbeinu. It was given to Moshe Rabbeinu, Alderach, Chiluk, Chriyas Hamitzvah. In other words, the Torah will give the Meshavayin in a way in which we just read the Chumash in terms of words and sentences. We don't read this, this 
love this, this fundamental text of letters, of Svinas, etc., etc. But there's a Messiah, Nimsa, is Messiah tradition, is the Kriya al Shemus, which means how is tradition encoded in the Chumash? In other words, according to Amban, tradition, Messiah, is not only a historical concept, it's a textual concept. The tremendous Chiddush of the Ramban is that the Ramban has revealed the historical Messiah as the, 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 structure, the, the structural relationship between levels of the text. According to the Ramban, the passage from the different layers of the text, from the letters to the spheres, to the sides, to the pshat of the Chodesh, this passage, in fact, mirrors the tradition, the Messiah, that was given to Moshe ben and that was transferred and transmitted to, I mean, according to Ramban, probably to the select individuals who carry it through every generation. So what the Ramban does by this multi-structured level of the Chodesh, this divine imminence, is actually to create a textual notion of Messiah. What is Messiah? Messiah is not just what my father tells me, that my grandfather told him, but actually the Messiah is something which stares us, at, 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 stares us in the face if we truly understand the most deepest and basic structure of the Chumash, its multi-level structure of this, and the relationship, the passage from one structure to another, that says Ramban, that's Messiah. Which means, in my opinion, what Ramban is saying is, is that the Messiah is not something that we need to have any more transferred orally, but the Messiah is something that we can discover through a penetration of the structure of the text of the Chomish. In my opinion, this is one of the chief, if not perhaps the most central um, um, concept in the Rabban Sadama that we can in fact explore and discover the Messiah of the Torah through exploring and discovering the structure of the text of the Chomish. This, in my opinion, is the probably the central concept that Ramban is trying to communicate, certainly when he speaks about This is the Ramban. So, in other words, we have here a very interesting thing, because this represents actually historically a very important thing. Kabbalah now is no longer an oral tradition. Kabbalah now is a deeper understanding of text. Those who understand the text in a very deep manner, in fact, reveal the oral tradition which now has ceased being oral, but now expresses itself in a profound understanding of the text itself. And this is something which we really have to understand, that the Ramban is actually being mechadish to us, right? A new concept of Messiah, a new expression of Messiah. This is Chas not a different, a new Messiah. The Ramban is, you know, he's rediscovering, I mean, because he's rediscovering the wheel. The Ramban is not making up Messiah. The Ramban is claiming that actually the Messiah can be discovered now in the text itself. Of course, not everybody is capable of understanding the text at this level, and because of this, the Messiah still is only transmitted through select individuals, and then Abba himself speaks about that he doesn't really um, express it explicitly, he sort of like, he, he makes reference to it, but in any case, the revealing of the Messiah 
as constituting the structure of the text, this is one of the central themes, if not the most central thing, of the Dhamma of the Rabban to the Chodesh. Okay. In Mitzvah Shem, we're going to um, stop over here because um, there's a lot to say about this. And we're going to actually go actually deeper into this thing in Mitzvah in the next year. So until then, from an undisclosed place, you should have a Kodesh. Have a good week.